Welcome to the Faith Women Podcast. We're a community of women at Faith Baptist Church in Youngsville, North Carolina, that desires to honor the Word of God, to support our church, and to encourage each other as we know, grow, serve, and go. Through these episodes, we'll be introducing you to our ministry team, sharing truth from God's Word, and challenging you to grow in your love for the Lord and those He's called you to serve. We're so glad you've joined us. Let's dive in. Well, welcome to the Faith Women Podcast. Today we are talking with women's ministry team leader, Tammy Corbett, and I'm here with my co-host, Carolyn Rich. So, hello, I'm glad to be here. <laughs> Can't wait to hear from Tammy. <laughs> so, Tammy, we're so glad that you're a part of the women's ministry team, and um, it's been a lot of fun to get to know you a little bit, but why don't you tell our our audience um, a little bit more about yourself and your family. Okay. Well, thank you, Kirsten. This is this is fun. I'll have to say it's a it's a little nerve wracking yeah. to be put on the spot like this for a podcast. But <laughs> how exciting! <laughs> it is fun. It is. It is, and it has been a lot of fun being on the women's ministry team too. I will say that. So glad for um, us to be doing this, so that uh, you know we can in this time where we can't. Um, you know, be with everybody mm-hmm. like we normally would mm-hmm. to be able to um, share a little bit of who we are with our women. I think this is a really good thing. Mm-hmm. So as Kirsten said, I'm Tammy Corbett, and um, I have a husband, uh, my wonderful husband of 30 years, Chester. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people know him as Hey Hey. Uh, <laughs> now, and that's a long story. We'll save that for another <laughs> podcast. <laughs> That's that's all due to Tyler's doings, but I'll, I'll share that at another time. But now he's better known as Pop. So, um, but yes, I have a, I also have a son, uh, Tyler, Tyler Jackson, who is 35, and he has a family, and they live very close to us. I just love saying that. About 10 <laughs> minutes away, he has a wife, Melody, and three children: Cadence, who is seven. Uh, Evie, Evelyn Rose, who is three, and Gabriel Hayes, who is one. He's about 15 months old now, actually. So a very busy household there, Mm -hmm. and uh, it keeps uh, Mom Pop's house very busy, too. Uh, But we're loving that. We really are. And I also have a stepdaughter and her husband. Uh, Her name is also Tammy. Uh, (laughs) So we have a lot of fun with that. So Tammy Sr., Tammy Jr., you know. (laughs) We, we go with it, but it's a lot of fun. So she and her husband, Jeremy, they um, they are also uh, living in Wake Forest. They just moved here from Cary last year. So we're glad to have all of our family close by. That's great. So, um, you know, we spend a lot of time with our family. That's a big part of what we do. And, um, you know, especially in these days of being yeah, a little more isolated, it's been wonderful to have mm-hmm. our kids and grandkids close by. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm the oldest of three. I'm the only girl. I have two younger brothers, and we did grow up here in Wake Forest, uh, one of the few. Actually, uh, my home place was over where the Valvoline is on South Main, if you oh, all wow. go by there, over yeah. across from Walmart. Okay. That used to be a little lonely two-lane road <laughs> when I was a young girl, um, but I went to school here. and So when you were talking, Carolyn, talking about growing up in the small town, yeah, mm-hmm. Wake Forest really did used to be a very small town, <laughs> yeah. and um, so loved it, but I, I am enjoying all the conveniences and all the new people that we have here now. Um, I am a nurse by trade, 
and uh, but went into a nurse bedside for, for many years. But then uh, about 20 years ago, maybe a little more than 20 years ago, um, the Lord opened a door for me to get into um, medical sales, which was um, uh, working in med device. Mm -hmm. So it's not pharma, not, not selling pharmaceuticals, but medical device equipment. And we were selling into, you know, some of the very places that I had been working. So it was a great fit. Not one of those things that I would have ever pursued on my own, but God really did um, just allow me to enjoy that and flourish there. And that was um, just a wonderful place for me that I enjoyed for many years and just retired um, <laughs> April the 3rd of this year. And um, so this has been a, a really well, strange but wonderful time <laughs> to retire. I didn't plan on it looking just like this, mm -hmm. but it's it's been great. I'm, I, it couldn't have come at a better time. God's got a great plan. Yeah. Well, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about your testimony and how you came to know the Lord, what His plans for your life were. Oh, my goodness. Well, my testimony, y'all, is not... Um, Typical. I didn't. I mean, from some of the ones that you hear, I mean, everybody's got their own, and that's what I love about it. And too, you know, having this chance to share that with everybody because we all are so different in the way that we come to know Christ mm -hmm. and the way that He pursues us. Um, you know, I was very blessed to have wonderful grandparents. I had four wonderful grandparents. Both of my parents were essentially only children, so I didn't have lots of, you know, first cousins, and, you know, like you, Carolyn, that's yeah. what I was talking about when I said I could identify with some of that, um, but I had grandparents on both sides, and I spent lots of time with them when I was when I was little, and I, I had a grandmother, my mother's mother, who uh, kept me in church when I was with her. Um, we would go to church, uh, but that was only on the weekends, you know, it wasn't like I really uh, lived that all of my life mm -hmm. and you know my parents were not in church so so essentially I did not grow up in a Christian home is what I'm trying to say um, I knew about God and I knew the the gospel but I really never really grasped it you know to to ask him into my heart mm -hmm. when I was that young um, unfortunately my grandmother had a um, terrible accident when she when I was six mm -hmm. and so after that age um, she did not uh, you know take me to church and then the year after that my dad got killed in a car accident so there was lots of tragedy in our family around that time so um, fast forward to that backdrop of, of my past um, my brother I told you that I, I'm the oldest of two brothers my middle brother um, was very instrumental in uh, my salvation my true salvation and my true relationship with the Lord um, I do believe that I accepted Christ when I was 10. I had a, a good neighborhood friend. So never underestimate uh, your children and the impact that they can have on other children. Mm -hmm. But she and her family, they were a Christian family, and they would invite me to church with them. Aww. And when I was 10, I did go up front and ask the Lord to be my Savior. But that was where it ended. Um, you know, Sue, that was her name. She taught me to pray and she taught me the things that, you know, her family knew and practiced, but it wasn't something that I really adopted for my own um, in, in, a, in a, a formal walk or relationship because there was no growth there. Um, so, you know, pretty much God was in a box for me. I needed him. I would pray when I knew, you know, that it was, I knew he was there, but I but I didn't know how to access him though. Also, you know, mm -hmm. I, I just really didn't know a lot. Mm -hmm. So, um, when I was in my uh, mid thirties, mid to late thirties, I uh, found out that um, my brother, unfortunately, was uh, addicted to 
uh, crack cocaine. And if you've ever read any stories about a classic um, addiction and all the things that happened, those are all the things that happened to my family. And it crippled us. It, uh, what was a very close family, we remained close, but it was very difficult for us because we could see my brother just slipping away. Mm -hmm. And by the time we found out about it, he was already so deep into it. There were so many things that were already into play that we could not stop. Mm -hmm. And so it became a constant cycle over the next year or two of watching him go into rehab, come out, and then he would relapse over time. And I mean, our family went to classes on how not to enable. I mean, just all of those things. And it was just, it was so heartbreaking to watch. Mm -hmm. And um, I didn't understand. I, I just didn't understand it. Um, but I could see his struggle. I could see the pain in him. And I could see, um, oh, excuse me. So <laughs> my, my voice will crack a little bit here because this is, mm. Mm, oh, it was very real. And so when you see somebody that you love struggle that way, yeah. and then they are so radically saved, um, wow. it's impactful. Yes. It's very impactful. Yes. And um, that's what happened. He, uh, I really thought that at one point in time that we would get a phone call. We would get a phone call, and we, we would, we would, he, would, he would just be dead. I mean, that's really what we thought was going to happen because mm -hmm. we could not find anything that would save him. He um, started seeing an old friend, and um, she was very much involved with the church, and um, she took him to church with her. Um, by the way, she's now his wife. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but so she, she took him to church with her, and um, I knew that, that she was talking to him about going and this and that. Well, you know, at this point, I have no idea what Christ's you know, power can do. Yeah. I mean, I'd not seen that. And so um, all of us, I got a phone call one morning, 10 o'clock, making up my bed and the phone rings. This is when we had old, you know, phones that sit beside of your bed. <laughs> not <laughs> with your, the cord. With the cord and yeah. everything, you know. And uh, well, maybe it was cordless. Maybe it was cordless. But anyway, when I heard it was him, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, are you in jail? Are you what, mm -hmm. is everything okay? Yeah. And he is like, his voice didn't even sound like his voice. Wow. He said, Tammy, guess what happened to me last night? And I'm like, what? Are you okay? And he's like, yes, I got saved. Oh, praise the Lord. And he said, do you know that I am clean? I am white as snow. Wow. That all my sins have been forgiven. And I just sat down and I was like, Lathan, are you serious? And he's like, yes, and I got baptized. And I said, wow. <laughs> well, why didn't you call me? I would have come. He said, oh, you don't understand. They did it all right there at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I was like just beside myself. I couldn't wow. believe it. But he physically sounded like another person. He really mm -hmm. did. So fast forward, you know, a few days and weeks. And, of course, you know, we're all holding our breath. Is this real? When we would get together. And our family all got together a lot for, it was always somebody's birthday, and we always got together for the person's birthday. Sure. Well, when Lathan, when I saw him the first time after his salvation, um, he came through my front door, and I remember he jumped up on the top step and tapped the gutter coming mm -hmm. into my house, mm -hmm. and he had light in his face like I had never seen on him. Wow. It was a physical 
change. He had joy. He, I mean, you talk about a pep in his step. <laughs> he was a different, I'm just, I just had wow. never seen anything like that, y'all. And he uh, immediately, um, they got him plugged in with a mentor at his church. With a, uh, a man, an older man, he started teaching my brother the Bible, and Lathan would tell me these things, and he would go, Tammy, did you know, you know about the Trinity? I mean, did you ever hear about this? And, and he and I would be over in the corner, and he would just be telling me. He was so excited, and wow. I was just like, oh, soaking it up. That's my wonderful. mom would go, oh, y'all, come on, over here. Y'all are not the only ones here. Come on, join in with the rest of us, you know. But he and I were just right there. Just I, I was so intrigued with all that he was saying, but mostly with the new person he was. So fast forward a little bit more, um, he uh, gets really involved, you know, in church, and he wants me to come. So I said, oh, yeah, yes, nonchalantly, yes, I'll come. And um, so uh, it was the night before he called, you come, and I was, like, trying to back out. And he's like, no, you, you said, you know, we had this thing. What do you, you have to do what you say you're going to do? You've yeah. always been like that. You, know, you <laughs> got to keep your word. That's good. Accountability, right? That's you right. Know? So he That's held right. me to it. So, okay, so I go the next day to church with him. And I'm telling y'all, get in there. And um, the the worship, praise and worship, was so powerful. The songs, every song was for me. Every word to every song. Um, every word the preacher said was for me. I cried the whole time. I've never been like that in church. I have never been touched in that way. And it was just... Um, Amazing, and I knew something had happened. I knew something had happened, and I continued to go um, week after week. Mm -hmm. And um, it was like the Lord just really opened my eyes to who He was. Mm -hmm. He spoke to my heart in every way, and I knew that I would never go back to the person that I was. Wow. And all of that happened within like a three month um, time period. Now, He lives in Durham. Mm -hmm. And he goes to a Pentecostal church. I'd never been to a Pentecostal church. My grandmother had always taken me to a Baptist church. Mm -hmm. um, so I didn't understand some of the things and this and that. But I was learning a lot of the foundational things, the fundamental things about Christ, about his blood, about communion, about his son. I mean, just all these things. The trend, It was just so much that I'd never understood before about why. You know, mm -hmm. why, why did Christ have to to shed his blood. Why did he have to die? Why? What did that mean to conquer death? And, mm -hmm. you know, all of those things. things. What was yeah. the, the they were, yes, Kirsten, they were all doctrinal things that I had never been taught. So in the in the little church that I went to as a kid, and even the, some of the churches that I attended and visited as a teenager, um, we didn't have that kind of teaching. It was really mm -hmm. not that in-depth, and there certainly uh, wasn't... Um, the availability for mentoring and that kind of thing mm -hmm. that that we see a lot of today, which mm -hmm. was you know, and and even even for my brother, it was it was um, so powerful and so necessary, mm -hmm. you know, um, so those things started to to work in my life and changing and um, just realizing um, how important it was to obey, and how important it was to glorify God in what we do with our mm -hmm. with our walk, mm -hmm. with our witness, and to really learn what a relationship was. Yes. That was that was very powerful. So I would say saved young, but really started to flourish and, you know, walk with the Lord. Uh, and I was almost forty at the time mm -hmm. when that took place. Wow. 
who you thought there were some other people that were influential and that, you know, I know it sounds like your brother was very, very influential. Yeah, yeah. In, in he he you. and my sister-in-law, mm-hmm. um, her as well. And I go back to my grandmother again because she planted those seeds. I mean, mm-hmm. she took me and had me. She she had a she had a dream for me. She wanted me to uh, grow up and play the organ in the church. Oh wow! <laughs> okay. She even bought me one one time. Uh, my dad okay. was very very musical, so I think she was oh. hoping that I'd get that musical gene, <laughs> be able to play the organ. <laughs> oh, that's great. But that didn't happen. But I sure do love some praise and worship, though. I'll tell you yeah. that. I do. But um, you know, fast forward a little bit. I keep saying that because there's so much to tell you can't just you know you have to just kind of go into different portions of your of your walk and and all to 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 hit the high spots but I'll fast forward to when I started coming to faith and that was um, a very um, pivotal point in my uh, walk in my relationship and really understanding how God um, provides the body and um, how that is life-changing. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I came to faith, I started coming by myself, um, and uh, the women here uh, were just amazing to me. It was like there were some that I already knew when I came, but there were so many that I did not know who surrounded me and made me feel such a part of this body. Um, I went to a mission trip. One of the first things uh, that I think I started coming like in April, and by August I was going on a mission trip. Uh, my son also, he attended here as well. And so we went to Fanning Springs, Florida mm-hmm. on a mission trip. And, oh, my goodness, one of my dearest friends uh, now, Liz Sharon, she was driving the van that I ended up riding down on. Mm-hmm. And some of the, and then you know, there were some, you know, Kelly Mullins and of course Stephanie Mills, Pastor Pastor Richard's wife, and all of our kids were like the same age. Yeah. So, you know, parents of kids that are the same age and you're doing all the things with the youth groups and so you're serving and you're doing a lot of things together. Um, so they were so um, uh, precious to me because here I am, I mean, I'm on this mission trip. Um, I'm very new to the Lord and I've never prayed out loud in front of anybody but my son. <laughs> and here we are having our morning devotional with all of these women, and we're all in our little groups, and I'm with these women and their pastor's wives and, you know, such and so forth, and everybody's praying. And I just remember thinking, oh, God, I am so I am so out of place here. I am so unworthy. I just, you know, it was, but it did not linger because just stepping out on faith, and doing the next thing, they wrapped their arms around me spiritually and just loved me along the way and encouraged me and um, continued to um, invite me in. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Christy Davis was another one. I, mm-hmm. I think when I, I talked at our um, uh, women's retreat, yeah, and I talked about, you know, somebody that um, invited me to come and sit with them at one of our women's events and said, uh, Tammy, come sit with us. I just love it when you come. And I remember thinking, I believe her. You know, it was just just, um, a wonderful feeling to feel accepted. Mm -hmm. And because I didn't grow up in church, I didn't feel like I would ever really be accepted that way. Mm. Um, So the power that we have as women to put our arms around one another, to encourage one another, Mm -hmm. to um, really expose ourselves to one another because we don't all have it together. 
Yes. Just because we're walking with the Lord. Yeah. He's mm -hmm. continuing to sanctify each one of us every day, every hour. <laughs> You're right about that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. So For that's sure. that's um that's what I got to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what, Tammy, would you say are you doing um, right now to continue to grow your faith in Christ and, and pursue that relationship with Him? Um, I really enjoy and I find that I grow um, the most when I'm in a Bible study because I, I'm just a person of structure. I love that. Um, now that I've been retired, um, I don't have as much structure as I once had. And sometimes, you know, the grandchildren, they kind of dictate the schedule, you know, because of the needs, and I'm glad to accommodate. Um, but um, I do love Bible study, and particularly um, in-home Bible studies. Um, I, like Carolyn was part of the, the Heart to Home ministry that we had for a couple of years. I was part of that. And then before that, for many years, um, probably, uh, gosh, I don't know, 10 or 12 years, had an in-home Bible study at my house for women on Monday nights. And um, that was one of the greatest blessings of my life. Um, mm -hmm. That, over that period of time, and the women that came in and out of those doors and the conversations that were had and the mm -hmm. things, um, that, that, is, that is where my heart is. I love that, and I think that we can all grow so much, and um, there's so much to be um, gleaned from that kind of a setting. That's not for everybody. I realize mm -hmm. that, but I know that there are many to uh, to whom that is the preference. Um, but, you know, so just providing that um, avenue, that space for women who love to learn that way, mm -hmm. I think is going to be a good thing. And um, I'm also enjoying um, finding ways to share Christ and to make him real to my grandchildren. Um, that has been something that has been so um, on my heart because, you know, when you get my age, I turned um, 60. Well, gosh, I'm about to be 61. <laughs> It's just creeping up. It's come more quickly than before every year, I think. Um, but, you know, it's funny how we were talking earlier today about how as we get older, the things that we think about in our perspective and um, our, our person, that we, we get wiser and we change the way that we do things yeah. and the things that we think about and our priorities. And for me, it's like they are such a priority to me. And not just getting, you know, to mom and pop's house and having fun, but to know what's important, because I look at our world today and I think of when we're gone, you know, what mm -hmm. what are they going to cling to? And, yeah. and if they don't know Jesus, if they don't know the love of Christ, mm -hmm. and if they don't know the power they can have within them um, through the Holy Spirit and knowing, um, you know, that he will never leave them, mm -hmm. that he will never forsake them, no matter what comes their way. Yeah. Um, that... That is something that I think is just so important. So in every life situation um, that I can uh, share Christ with them in some way, mm -hmm. I'm trying to do that. Um, I'll, I'll say this, that they are enjoying now when they come and have a sleepover. We're having like story time. They don't want to hear stories in books. They want to hear stories about when Mom was a little girl. Aww. And so that is a great opportunity for me yeah. to be able to tell a story and then bring Jesus into the conversation yes. to say, what would he say about that? And what would he have us to learn about that? So yes. that that is um, keeping me on my toes these days. <laughs> it reminds me of that verse in Deuteronomy 6, 4, I guess, about sharing 
talking about the Lord mm-hmm. when you walk by, yeah. when you walk on the road. And that's when right. You're, when you're going in and when you're going out. When you're coming in, that's right. Life on life situations of whenever you have those opportunities to to pour into that next generation. And that is the exact scripture that uh, that taught me that mm-hmm. when Tyler was younger was every opportunity. Of course, now, you know, with girls and then much younger. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is so true. If 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 parents would take that and aunts and, mm-hmm. you know, grandparents take that literally. I yes. mean, there is so much opportunity there. You can, oh, yes. you can, you can take that. Turn those um, moments of uh, maybe not great choices <laughs> into mm-hmm. some great teaching moments. Yes. I think that's great that you're doing that with your grandkids. That, that really leaves a legacy to and with your walk with the Lord and and showing them, pointing them to the mm-hmm. Lord at such a young age. Um, what are some things you'd like to tell them? Like as they get older, mm-hmm. you know, that you would have told yourself when you were younger. Like oh, what, my what goodness. Thing, what advice would you give them oh, as they get older? That, that every um, choices really have consequences. Mm-hmm. Choices really have consequences. And while God forgives us of those choices, Mm -hmm. we still have consequences. And so to know and to always lead with that, knowing what is the right way. Like we were talking Mm -hmm. to you earlier about, um, you know, you get to a pivotal point Mm -hmm. and you've got a clear choice that you need to make. You know, His voice is there to say, which way should I go, to the right mm-hmm. or to the left? Mm-hmm. But to lean into that and to believe that yeah. and to always know that um, it's not going to be easy yes. to live for Christ, that there's going to be a lot of opposition, yeah. and to be strong, to be strong in the Word and to be strong in Him. And if, if you don't surround yourself with people who are like-minded in beliefs and live it out, not mm-hmm. just in Word but in deed, mm-hmm. Um, there's there's that accountability piece that comes into that, and um, outside of a family, you know when they get to college, yeah, you know when they become teenagers, and and the world that they live in today, uh, with so much that can just penetrate their little world so innocently, yes, you know like the TV, just the TV, you know you have to watch every moment. Cadence can oh, yes. work the remote really well now. And they pick up on things really quick. Really quick, (laughs) you know? And so it's a constant monitoring. I mean, I just pray for young parents, too, because what a responsibility. Oh, yes. You know, Kirsten's sitting here looking, and she's got that little one coming in December. (laughs) Uh, I mean, it is. It's just a huge responsibility, responsibility, and there's so much out there. But it's just um, Christ alone, really. Well, Tammy, what is something that you just love right now, whether it be a book or a particular food or a movie or something? I will say it's not one of those things. Now, I am excited about some upcoming um, things that we're going to be doing through the women's ministry. I'm excited about some of those uh, Bible studies and different things. Um, I do, we've talked about podcasts earlier, and nobody has mentioned one of my favorites, who is Tony Evans. Oh, I yes. love Tony Evans. I yes. listen to him uh, when I'm getting ready. We're talking about, mm-hmm. um, you know, multitasking. So when you're doing some of your duties or whatever, you're, you know, cleaning the house or mm-hmm. getting ready or whatever, I, um, I listen to a lot of his. I don't have a lot of time to listen to some others. 
Um, but I do I enjoy Priscilla Shire too. Makes mm-hmm. you think of Tony Evans, Priscilla Shire. Yeah. And um, so yeah, that. But something that I'm loving now is um, having the opportunity to love on the people who are most important to me mm-hmm. and to mm-hmm. put my time where my priorities really are. Mm-hmm. I think when we're working and we're busy in life, we do the things that we have to do and that we're required to do. Right now, being uh, a retired grandmother and wife and sister and friend, um, it just, I am really loving the opportunity to be able to do the things that I feel and know are most important um, and not to be torn, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, what would you say are some of your spiritual gifts that you've discovered through your study of hmm. the Word? And Well, you know, we were talking about this earlier, too. Y'all, we talk a lot on this team, so I just keep referring back to, you know, we've talked about this. <laughs> we have had lots of conversations, but just to bring y'all into, into the conversation, um, we did a, a spiritual gifts test here not so long ago on our team, and we were talking about how over time and over your lifespan, those those gifts change. And I was surprised this time. Um, in the past, my spiritual gift had always been really high hospitality. Mm-hmm. And I still have that gift and still love to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the gift of exhortation, you know, came in, and that has a lot of different things that come up under that, you know, the mentoring and counseling and those kinds of things. And I think that just kind of comes with, with life and maturity and wisdom. Um, and um, the administrative piece, I kind of chuckled at that. But I think that's because I love a list. I love to check things off like my sister Kirsten here. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. So, um, but yeah, those and um, what was it? Uh, I can't remember. Those were those were like one of the top three, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I can definitely see the hospitality in you because you're so friendly and bubbly <laughs> and just so inviting well, um, to people. Well, I do I do love having people in, into our home. My, mm-hmm. And thank thank the Lord that my husband is on board with this too because mm-hmm. I couldn't I couldn't do this without him mm-hmm. being willing to, you know. Um, actually go to the bedroom and watch TV while we have <laughs> women's things there, yes. you know, but he's, he's on board and he always has been. So I, I just have to say too, you know, without his support, I, I just really couldn't um, be able to do that as much as I would like to. Yeah. yeah. He's a wonderful man. Yeah. Well, we've really enjoyed um, talking with you today. So we appreciate you taking the time to sit down and let us know a little bit more about you. Well, thank y'all. We've enjoyed it. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Tammy. Thanks for listening to the Faith Women Podcast. We hope you were both encouraged and challenged by what you heard today. Be sure to subscribe to the show so you won't miss an episode. If you're in our area, we'd love to have you join us at Faith Baptist Church in Youngsville on a Sunday or at any of our special events. You can learn more about our ministry online at faithnc.org women. See you next month.